You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. And welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, airing from Phoenix, 92.5 FM, and all those wonderful places on the internet. I am Keanu Calicon, and joined with me this week is... Ahoy! It's Tyrell Connor. What's up? Ahoy! Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Dara. Although I know this show is your baby. We've got a lot to... Our baby. It's our baby. Yes, our that's baby. it. Exactly. Uh, we have a lot to cover tonight, but before we get into all the Marvel news, Disney news, all that kind of stuff, do you have any kind of updates or anything crazy you want to share before we get into the meat of it? Um. Yes. As we were saying last week's show, which wasn't on the radio, it is over on nerdthrowmedia.com. So if you're, if you're ever looking for more shows, you listen to this show, you're like, I really like what they talked about. It was great. Um. Or it was terrible. I want to harass more people with it. Um, either way, we're we're totally okay with that. You go over to Nerdtown Media, and there's four about 420 shows that people can just get for free. Absolutely for free. About wrestling, about nerd stuff, about video games, about um e- exposure to the business of like independent art. So anime, rakes of shows, random history podcasts, conspiracy shows, all the fun stuff. It's over nerdtownmedia.com. And the reason why I say it is because you know, during lockdown. We did a lot of stuff, man. We did so many shows. And, you know, it was, we were just pumping them out. We didn't even realize it. And now when we're going back, we're like, whoa, that was a lot of shows. <laughs> so, you know, every everyone's show is, sorry, every show is everyone's first show. And that's the way I kind of always see it with, with podcasts and our radio shows. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, go over to nerdtonomedia.com. That is our home away from Phoenix 92.5 FM and, and all that kind of good stuff as well. But that's where all the other shows are. And, like, Kev has a show, Katie has a show, um, Bryn, who's no longer able to do the show with us, had a show, the one show that he did. Um, <laughs> oh, Bryn. Uh, yeah. And uh, Keen did a rake of shows. So, I mean, there's way, this, way too many. But it, so, it was a way of meeting people. So it was. And I mean, like, they're all there. They're all in playlists as well. They're also over on YouTube. So the best thing you guys can do is go over to Nerd Media right now and check them all out. So that's I just wanted to say that first and foremost, because, you know, I spent a lot of time making a website. So I can go over and, and you know, use it. Because it's it's there, I'd be sad if you guys didn't. But other than that, um, this week I last week I went to the Lego store, and it it's fine. Like I mean, I I did an in depth <laughs> review, which you guys can check out on on the on last week's show. But importantly, news broke. Why I went in was because I wanted to get the 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 pyramid, the the Great Pyramid of Giza, and it's part of one of the architectural sets, right? The architecture set, right? And there it is. There the that's the Lego for adults. Right, but all yeah. Legos for adults, right? I, I that's what I believe. Um, except for Duplo, Duplo is probably not for adults, but anyway, yeah. Um, and you know, they're, they're, they're the more complicated sets where they're like, you know, they're for your desk or something. Like that. I, I think they're more like the socially acceptable Lego that you're like, hey, I'm an adult, it's this Lego on my desk, uh, you know, but I like them because they have like, um, I have London, um, San Francisco, and France, and Paris, and France, um, so I really enjoy them, I think they're great. And news broke last week that they're actually going to get rid of these sets, that they're going to stop producing them, which is a massive bummer because I think it's that bridging gap between Lego you do as a kid and then kind of coming back to Lego as an adult. You know, I mean, like for me, I always 
um, always built Lego. You know, I, I always really enjoyed it. I thought it's, it's one of the best toys. You know, I don't have kids um, yet, but um, I oh, mean, oh no, sure I do. We, yeah, me and my daughter recently finished the like Robert Pattinson Batman cave. Which this is one of yeah, but this so one is bizarre. That from a movie that grim it has this like lego set because you make the riddler and like get dynamite and get these clues on lego bricks mm. but see this is what i'm saying it, it's the perfect gift mm. it's the perfect gift or the perfect toy to give to kids because it encourages like i mean there is no age limit you know um mm. well maybe like two or two to four year old probably not a good idea to give them the small bricks but mm. i know after that you know within reason because it's something you can do together it, it is you know it can be built rebuilt you know it can be broken it can be brought back together but also it gives you that kind of sense of um achievement as well when you build it you know and it, it's just all in all probably one of the best toys ever made to be honest with you i mean yeah you know everyone loves lego no matter what age it is so it was with some some interest i went to the lego store but i went in specifically because i wanted to get that pyramid and it is a pretty cool set but it is sad that like my dream of the seven wonders of the ancient world lego sets are not going to be done but I mean, I mean, surely if it's Lego, you could just make it yourself, though, right? No. Yes, it's what's how bricks work. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing: it's like okay, in, in okay, right, right, just, just, just because you brought it up. So the Seven Wonders of the Ancient World, um, I really like them. I've seen four of them so far, right? So right, seven, right. So, there, so there are seven. The right ones in Iraq and may not never have actually existed, and two are in. Egypt and I haven't seen those being are you talking about the sets now or the real things? No, the real things. Okay. I mean only one exists still. Yeah, <laughs> that's, well, that, that's what caught my, my attention. Yeah. Right. So I mean, but you can go to the sites where they were and a lot of three of them are in the British Museum as well, right? In different right. parts. But one but yeah, like you are right. You could make them yourself, but one of them is the the mausoleum of King Halicarnassus, right? Where right. we get the word mausoleum from. It's literally from this King King Mausolus. Now that had 151 figures. Like Lego it. figures. Well, no, it, like actual figures, figures of like, you know, beasts, and then I had the right. two, I had the right. two, I had the king and the queen on top of it. So I mean, trying to buy those figures would be very expensive, man. So I mean okay. the fact that like what I would do is I might even pitch it to Lego, I'll be like, hey man, you know, a Lego man or Lego woman. <laughs> like, hey, you can do this. And I think that would be really cool sets. Like, imagine that where you're like, you can actually have the whole set. And then one is like the, the 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 statue of Zeus would be a weird one. I mean, you could probably do that the way you would do like the the Iron Man sets or something, but yeah. they probably wouldn't sell. But then again, if that pyramid one is selling quite well, which I think it is, um, it would be an interesting idea. But I mean, that's my pitch. That's my plug. Lego, please come well, on. Well, you know, you don't need to plug it here. They have a Lego ideas submission. You know what? Like, yeah, no, they the don't do they. Yeah, this is where the Sonic, the Home Alone, the Friends oh my God. Cafe, you basically, you build a set from scratch and you send in the instructions which you make yourself to Lego and then everyone votes on them. Like last time I checked in, there was like a RuPaul's Drag Race set up for vote. Uh, I think the why, Stranger Things one came from the creator. Why has no one, why has no one told me this before? I, I don't know. It's uh well I'm I'll say it out to the public then. Like I only just finished this the Seinfeld set, which was like a Lego creator's idea. It says 18 plus on the boxes, which is bizarre for Lego. But yeah, basically, if you have an idea that you really like, you can make it, send the instructions, and they put it on the website, and the most popular ones get commissioned. You know, like Steamboat Willie was another one that we have that came from that kind of branch of Lego, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm having a look at this now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Hmm. Are, are you going to send in loads and loads of these over the weekend now? No, because I mean, I have to, I mean, I'll make one and send it and go, hey, this part of a bigger set, but yeah. Damn. No, it's cool. Like, there's even just like, like, it's not just like kind of sitcoms and movies and things. Like, there's a lovely, like, little uh jazz quartet yeah, see here's the thing if like, I, if know, I, it's like if really I, quirky little things but if i do build this and no one votes on it, i'd be very upset well you know submit it so, again I mean, just keep keep going you know keep going uh, like actually the starry night set i think came from that the starry night set that's is, true yeah that's another one of theirs that's incredibly like i mean i was going to pick that up it's incredibly expensive for what it is but it mm. is a pretty cool set like okay i really like this well website. that's the flip side of the lego ideas which is that 
they can kind of charge whatever they want for them in theory because there's like 5,000 votes that, you know, are probably 5,000 customers, you know? Yeah, that's very true. Like the... It's interesting because, I mean, I didn't... Oh, my God, they have a Nights into Dreams playset. <laughs> this is so obscure. Yeah, there's a submit a project page. If you just type in Lego Ideas on Google... Oh, they like, have an original Macintosh. This is the best thing ever. Folks, my night is made on this. I'm... Can I buy these sets or not? No. Yeah, yeah, they're in the Lego shop. You can get them online as well. Oh, they're in the shop. Yeah. The ideas that made it. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. Like, again, oh my God. the Lego Friends Cafe and Seinfeld Cafe on my desk right now. They're ones that were submitted by fans. Yeah, but I, I, I want this. The Knights one isn't there, though. <laughs> Why did they tease me like that? You have it here. <laughs> This is quality content. It should be. I we are, mean, we are looking through a catalog. <laughs> is, I mean, this and is why we are people... not being funded by Lego. I do want to stress that. This, this is, is just what... us. I mean, if Lego want to give me free Lego sets, <laughs> you know, I absolutely considered going to work for the Lego shop purely so to get free Lego. And then I realized I would have no money because I would just be paid in Lego, which I mean, I'm okay with, but I'm also like, Surely you can nick a few bricks and just like make a Lego shed in the back of the shop and just live there. I would live there. Yeah. Oh my God, you have a Starbucks one? There you go. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, folks. Oh yeah, Flintstones and everything like. Yeah, but how do you get this? Like, how do you buy this? You can't buy this though. This is just a tease. Well, I mean, you got to submit it and vote for it. Like, you know, it's 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 a, it's a community led thing, you know? Oh uh, no, I'm not, not a fan of that now. <laughs> Not a fan of communities. I'm only joking. You're not a fan of people. Well, I mean, you know, to tease us like this, you know. But uh, I know that is a pretty cool. That is a pretty cool. Segment. I get again, folks. I'm learning about this in real time, and it's been a week. <laughs> it's it's been a week of me learning about things because I didn't know Ticketmaster had an app, right? So I went to a gig last night. It's why Kev isn't here. Kev uh, ended up going to Machine Head, uh, Amon Marth, and uh, the Halo Effect. Great gig, mm-hmm. really good. I wasn't gonna go. I was like, nah, I've no interest. I'll stay here at home, right? And I said, no, I'll go. Literally left it to the last minute. I'm like, oh, oh, I'll no. Buy a no, I was like, I'll buy a ticket online, right? And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. My friend's like, do you have an app? I'm like, Ticketmaster must have an app. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know this. And she goes, don't you work in IT? I'm like, shush. <laughs> Not <what> I supposed <laughs> to notice. Um, you know, so yeah, apparently they have an app. And uh, well, no, they do have an app, and it's quite good, so you can buy tickets there, and also it, it behaves as your tickets. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like I didn't notice. I'm using I'm a Ticketmaster customer about twenty years, and the app I'm assuming <laughs> has been around about ten years, maybe. And uh, I've just been printing off tickets, and people are shocked by this, and I'm like, I have a printer, like. It's <laughs> and was the gig good? Oh, the gig was great. I had a great time. Um. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to go at all. I was like, nah, I don't want to go to this, you know, because uh, I've seen all the bands except one before, or I only wanted to go to see one band play at the Halo Effect. But then uh, I stayed. I had a great time. Like, if you're a metal fan, you know, go see Machine Head play. Um, I'm on They're you know, they're literally a band about Vikings. Hmm. So like literally all their songs are about being Vikings. Um, yes, yes, Kev has talked my ear off in the long Eastern shifts. So I know. Oh, fair, fair. I, I was, <laughs> I was waiting for the reaction, and I'm like, when you say Vikings and people don't respond to that, now it makes sense. Uh, again, I don't know why Kev didn't say he was there last night. I mean, loads of people just went to it and then said, although to be fair, I didn't know I was going until I was on the train, and I'm like, oh, like I mean, that's kind of in the Viking spirit, though, isn't it? Just sort of arriving and raiding and sort of. Then vanishing. Yeah, I just showed up and people had me beer. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm having this. So, I mean, that's what happened. It was, it was one of, now the real kick in the teeth, though, I'll be honest with you, was I bought my ticket and I was, you know, on the way. And my friend is like, I have a free ticket. I'm like, oh, five minutes, literally five <laughs> minutes after I bought the ticket. He was like, I have a free ticket. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that that kind of sucked, but the gig itself was wonderful. I mean, if 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 you're if you're a metal fan, any of those bands are are good, you know. And, and I'd say Detrina is quite a good good arena. I haven't been there in a long time, um, and it, it's very hit and miss, really. Um, de- depending on the show, because I mean, some bands aren't able to play that big of a stage or whatever, right? 
but they had a big stage show and it was it was super fun. And the, the difference between the point and the trina is um and for anyone who doesn't know the trina is the tree arena. Um yeah. so the point, you know, when you go see a metal gig, it'd be the worst thing in the world because the sound would be terrible. <laughs> but no, it would, it would actually be horrendous. I remember you know, Slayer back in 2006, and it was like someone was kicking a Slayer CD like down the down the street. That's how bad the sound was. And then you go to see a pop punk gig and it'd be great, at least with the with the tree arena, because of the way it's actually set up. No matter where you are, like you're able to hear everything and see everything. It's it, it really is quite good. Um, so I, I'd recommend it. But um yeah, so they were my two um my two discoveries this week. Oh, fantastic. Well, I don't have discoveries apart from all of the Lego ideas I'm gonna vote on now. My favorite uh being the this is fine meme yeah the, i saw that the 3d one. That lego set fun. that one's super fun yeah uh but what i we want to talk about now and we kind of tease at the start of the show is that this has been a big week for disney for marvel for star wars and uh, we've got lots of announcements and all that kind of stuff so before we get into kind of everything was there anything across all of those that just caught your eye as soon as you heard it no some fine journalism there, Dara. <laughs> I, I am only joking. Um, no, I mean, like, yeah, there, like I was kind of surprised by. I, I always kind of forget about D twenty three. D twenty three is the the Disney version of Comic Con, basically, because it happens just randomly. It's like, oh yeah, here we go. But they also um had like a Nintendo one as well. Oh, okay. and, there was, and there was a Microsoft one as well, and like these just kind of appear. So I think, like, instead of having because uh, was it, uh, what's the play? D, uh, not D3, three, whatever the game in one was called, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called now. E3, uh, E3, E3, that's oh, E3, sorry, E3 was cancelled. Um, oh, canceled. I didn't yeah. hear this, yeah, it's not a thing anymore. Oh no, it, it was cancelled during the pandemic and it never came back. <laughs> so, um, well, I, I mean, I, I suppose, kind of in terms of gaming, like what was it doing for the community or for the gaming companies? Well, it wasn't really doing much for the gaming companies per se, mm. because they realized if they ran their own events, they'd have more of that buzz, which is what they're doing. So I think that's why we're getting these kind of spread out. Although to be fair, it was like, I would argue it's better to have a centralized thing where it all comes out at once rather than randomly where you don't even hear about it. Like right. when, D, again, when D23 drops, you're kind of like, Oh yeah, that's a thing. Or you know, when Nintendo did the thing, you're like, oh yeah, that's a thing. You know, compared to when it would all break at once. But I mean, it probably is to allow more flexibility to kind of let things breathe. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but no, I mean the the amount of Marvel games that are coming out, we'll see. Like I'm I'm not really enthused by any of them. I mean, like they have a Black Panther Captain in America game, and I'm like, oh, the ones that in World War Two, yeah. Yeah, I mean that could be pretty neat. Um, and then it looks like there's probably going to be a, fanta- a Fantastic Four game at some point. Right. Well, I do have very of... fond memories of the original PlayStation 2 Fantastic Four game. No, I have very fond memories of the original Captain America game. That was on the one on... that tied into the MCU. Yeah, that's actually the, the best one of those games. The Thor one's pretty fun as well, but it is very boring after a while. Yeah, I remember the Iron Man and the Thors coming out and just kind of looking at them and thought, oh, they look a bit generic. The know? Hulk one is good too, actually. Oh, there was a Hulk one, was there? Yeah, the Hulk one's okay. fantastic. Basically, for anyone who doesn't know, when the MCU originally started, it was very cheap, right? So to, to pick up the licenses, because at one time, at one time, kids, the MCU had no value, <laughs> right? It really didn't. <laughs> not to it me, was, it didn't. Well, not to anybody, it didn't. That's why, you know, we ended up with an Iron Man movie to kick things off. They just yeah. went with whoever they had. But Sega picked up the rights, the rights to actually make games for them, because this was like near the tail end of tie-in games. Tie-in games aren't really a thing anymore because of how expensive game development is. Yeah, uh, that's right. You used to like you used to just get like games coming out that no one played, seemingly like every month. To do, oh like, yeah, for every every action film, you know. Yeah, and now it's just not a thing anymore. But mm. one of the really weird things about the MCU is that absolutely could have supported tie-in games, and it just didn't. And it's because it costs so much to make the games, but also. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. I I used to really like back when Facebook games were a thing. No, I'm talking, about real, talk, talking about real games. It was real to me. <laughs> the amount of time real... I put into it, it was real. Okay, let, it's not my me... fault. They took it away. <laughs> okay, let, let me let me let me clarify. Console boxed games is that better? Fine, 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 fine. I'll take it. That's <laughs> fine. You're. <laughs> 
I love the way you just go to bat for it. It's brilliant. Um, I, I wasn't expecting you to go to bat for mobile games. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just that one particular one. That's fair. That's fair. But um, no, I mean, like, those kind of games are, and actually, you bring up a good point legitimately, because those games are so much cheaper to make. You know, mm. freemium games, mobile games, there isn't that massive cost. Because remember, when you put out a game for the PS4 or PS5, People are expecting this, you know, ray tracing and all that, and 60 frames per, set, per minute and all that, yeah, all yeah. that nonsense, which is like, okay, great. The game is still terrible. And you, just, <laughs> you, know, you can just see nostril hairs. It's like, cool, man. Um, but no, I mean, like, in reality, that's why they didn't do it, right? And also to pay Robert Downer Jr. to come back would cost loads of money. So it just, it, and the license itself, again, went up in value. So it's very, very rare that we actually have these games, right? So, mm. but in, in the early MCU, that wasn't the case. So Sega, I think, had like a, ten, a five game deal. It was five games, yeah. Mm. And they were like for Thor, um, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, uh, Hulk, and then there was another one, which I can't remember offhand. But um, I really enjoyed Captain America. Mm. Yeah, it's like, actually, it actually is a fantastic game. How heartbreaking um, is it they stopped just before the Avengers? See, that's the thing. Apparently, they actually did have an Avengers. That was part of the contract of having okay. to bring it up, but they just never made it work. So it's like the Avengers would have been a cool game to actually do compared to that train record that they released a couple of like a year or two ago, which I've bought again. I still can't play. I don't know why I do this to myself. It's a terrible <laughs> game. But um, I, this is coming from the same person that has tried to play Watch Dogs five times and returned yeah. it five times. So, I mean, the definition of insanity, right? Yeah, no, controversially, I'm still stuck on the first bit of Breath in the Wild. Oh, really? Uh, I only get half an hour a week to play the Switch, and I use it. You didn't to try pay get... 70 euro for it, though, did you? No, no, no. I got okay, it out of the library. Oh, good, good, good. Because I was like, I would make myself complete that game if I yeah, paid exactly. for it, you know? Um, Switch games are because Switch games are incredibly expensive, and that's what's interesting about these games as well. Because some of them are from the Switch, some of them are for the PC, and then some of them are obviously for the consoles as well. Mm. But it'll be interesting to see what actually drops on these consoles because they've released a few of them. The Captain America Black Panther game being like the main one. Uh, there's a new Avatar game coming, which is an MMORPG, which is mm. okay. okay. Uh, they're going to they're gonna do some DLC for the Lego Star Wars game, which I have on the Switch, and it's super fun. Marvel Ooh, Snap. Okay, yeah, I like that one too. Aliens The Dark Descent, which I mean, like the Alien games ever since Isolation have really gone through like a gone through a renaissance. Right, that, yeah. You know, they're really a thing now. So, I mean, look, there's there's a lot there. Um, well, there's I a real appetite for horror games that has been growing the past really 10 years at this point, you know? Absolutely. Now, that being said, I'll probably play none of these. <laughs> That's honest. Yeah, no, I probably, like, I mean, I don't get much time to, 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 I have to be very, very careful what I'm playing, mm. Um, which is why I play 20 year old games because I, you know, I know how long they're going to take. But I'll probably play none of those because none of them actually stand out to me as a game I actually want to play, mm. you know? I'm just what like, what was oh. the last, like, kind of, what's it called? Triple H game or Triple A, whatever it is that you got. That I've got or that I finished? That you bought. Um, so I just a... want a frame of reference. We're talking weeks or years. The last Triple A game I got was the Lego, not the Lego, the, oh, what's it called? It was after Cyberpunk. The Jurassic World game. Uh, oh yes you did like that one yeah that's yeah. why i bought a ps5 for that specific game oh my goodness yeah because unfortunately when you run this the first game is brilliant and i'd recommend it the second one is brilliant but if you try to play on the ps4 the ps4 dies it's like <laughs> and just stops and you have to restart the game and you're like oh it was driving me mad so you get the ps5 it gives you a free upgrade and it just runs like a dream so that's the last kind of proper game i've actually like bought and really kind of put a lot of time into but um, yeah, I mean, like the Switch, again, we've talked about this before. The Switch is just you have to pick it up and play it and it's great. And you can, you know, hockey through, you know, games on the way to work or if you have a couple minutes. Or for me, like when, when the band's on, on tour, when we're doing shows, it's great just to kind of have on a bus on the way yeah. to or from the place or, you know, traveling or whatever. I mean, it's like the ultimate console for that reason. I've actually completed more games on the Switch than I, than I have since... I guess probably since the, the Xbox 360. Gone. Same. I, I cleared the Night Through probably in about four or five weeks just because oh, that's game. what it was, you know? Yeah, it's a great game. It really is. And I'm a uh, parent. Like, I do not have time to spare. No. no, no. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it's 
you're just actually able to you're actually able to really pump time into I heard great things about Cult of the Lamb, which is gonna be the next game that I buy. Okay. Um I've heard really good things about it. But some cool news that I have to say again talking about the Switch. So Goldeneye is 25 years old. Yes, right? we were buzzing about this before. Yeah, give us the give us the rundown. So obviously Goldeneye is one of the seminal FPS games. It kind of created the modern multi multi person FPS. Mm. And um it's getting not only it's had a re-release before and that was horrendous. But um like I mean it actually was why horrendous. It's just they botched it. Um, the actual they did a remake what, of it. Just put guns in it. Like, what? How bad are we talking? No, it was more just the the actual game itself. It wasn't what people expected it to be. Like when people do a remake, they because all right. So when you're thinking of a game you played as a kid, okay, you, you played the original Fable, haven't you? Nope. Okay. Uh, the original Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Okay. So when you go when you think about playing Crash Bandicoot, you see it through modern graphics. Yeah. And then you go back and play Crash Bandicoot game and it looks awful, right? So when people think of a remake, they expect the same game with modern graphics. Like that's the, that's the sweet spot. That's what you want, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, <laughs> what often happens with these game companies is they try to reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel. The wheel's just fine. <laughs> but, they, but they have to kind of force their way into it so I mean that that's what kind of happened with Goldeneye some people liked it some people didn't but it didn't have that oomph that people wanted you know yeah and I believe that also happened with Grand Theft Auto Trilogy it, oh, no, what, no what, that was because they instead of remaking it they plugged the source code into an upscaler in an engine that they were using and the game just didn't work ah I see and I mean like I don't know if our if our listeners know how to code. Um, doesn't really matter if you do or not, unless you work in it, then you probably should know. But hmm. code is very temperamental, and when you try to plug twenty year old code and put it into a modern engine, it's not good. You know, I mean, that's what kind of happens. So that's a whole other thing in and of itself. I actually would recommend a great series called What Happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they just cover stuff like that, and it kind of goes through exactly why that was such a monumental failure <laughs> but th- this is th- with uh goldeneye it's interesting because it's actually coming to the switch online and game pass right now here's the thing so you're going to be shocked king mm? you know what i bought recently right but well you have to guess what i bought recently oh i have to actually oh sorry i, I thought you were just saying anecdotally no 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 um okay what would be the most unlikely thing you'd buy uh, a Star Wars game in this day and age. I actually did buy Lego Star Wars there recently. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, good guess. But I actually bought the Nintendo Switch online service. Ah, I see. Yes, Katie, a frequent contributor to this show, has been raving about that. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I had my doubts, and I still do. I mean, if, if you're if you're stuck for it, don't buy it. But if you have a couple of extra bucks, it does actually have some pretty cool things to it, right? Can I just before you start? Is it twenty five quid for the year or like? So it has again. We're not sponsored by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, no. I'm just genuinely curious because I've hawed and hummed about buying it. And yeah, like, well, hang on, so, it's twenty five quid a month. No, 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 no. It's yeah. not. No, it's a yearly thing. You can buy right, it quite a okay. month, but I think it's like four bucks a month or something like that. Right. But if you are going to do it, get the get because the online basically just says you can have some games, cloud saves, and a few other bits and bobs. The right. expansion pack is the one you want. Okay, that, that, that's the one that has the Mario Kart tracks and everything, yeah. Well, yeah, that's but it's also the one that has N64 games, Sega Mega Drive games, Super Nintendo games, and and a lot of other benefits. And I went for that one because I was like, you know, I actually like I like the Nintendo 64, but I hate the Nintendo 64. <laughs> As in, like, I hate the console genuinely. It has the worst controller in the world, in my opinion. But I love the games. The games are great. And actually playing the games on a con- on a controller that makes sense. The only other way I could play the Nintendo 64 games is on the original Xbox modded. Because that's the only way I can right. do it. Because it, it, it's the, the well, architect- I don't like having three shoulder buttons. Oh, stop. And that underneath. weird stick. That, and the stick that doesn't move. Oh, it's the, I don't know what they were thinking. But, you know, what were you smoking when it's you came up with fun. that? Rotis- we were eating rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so it's it's forty nine bucks a month uh, a year, right? 
And I would say, like, that's the one I went for because I was like, right, I'll, I'll try it for the year, see what's up. And I mean, like, look, if you're going to mod the Switch, you can actually put a lot of this stuff in it yourself and get it for free. But right. if, here's the thing. If I mod the Switch, right, of course, uh, ac- uh, theoretically, for academic purposes, if I was to <laughs> mod the Switch, my interest in the Switch would go away because I've completed the ultimate game, which is hacking the Switch, theoretically, right. for academic purposes. I like how, for you, the game isn't actually playing the game. No, see, this is what happens. <laughs> To, of course, hypothetically, yeah. where you, 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 in theory, hack a console and you're like, well, I've already beaten the hardest game. <laughs> so, I mean, with the Switch, I'm enjoying just being a, a, a pleb where it's like. See, you're like the kind of person who works really hard to get a PS5 just because how difficult it is and then doesn't play it. Look, <laughs> you don't need to call me out like that. All right. <laughs> oh, was I right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you just know me too well. That's the problem. But I'm not gonna lie. When I got it, I was kind of like, "Ah, oh, that's there now." <laughs> you know, I I do remember that gold rush. That my favorite thing was like occasionally a PlayStation Five would pop up on the Facebook <laughs> store, and I was like, "What, really?" And I kind of click into it, and someone had the nerve to glue a PlayStation Three, oh. a PlayStation Two together. And call it a PlayStation Five. I'm like, oh god, you're gonna make someone really annoyed. Who now, the way I, the image when they clicked on that. Now the way I did it was there were Twitter, Twitter accounts that were literally just to get the PS Five. You know where they would yeah. they pop up the sales and stuff. But I mean, I don't regret getting one, but I do regret getting a gaming PC very soon after it. And like, I needed a PC obviously to do the show and and stuff like that. But it, it kind of makes it irrelevant. Right. To have both because the the PS5 is basically a mid tier gaming PC. Um, but I mean, like, what I actually use the PS5 for now is to actually go back and play my PS4 games. That okay. I yeah, because I I put a four terabyte hard drive in uh, hard drive into it like externally, so I can actually go back and play a lot of these PS4 games, which I never got a chance to because I had no space on my PS4. So instead of deleting stuff on the PS4, I'm like, oh, I'll just play it here. Yeah. So I mean, it's great. Like, it's like a PS4 Plus. If that makes sense. Where and then some of the games are great. Like genuinely, I love that Jurassic World game, which just won't work on the PS4. Right. So, I mean, I I don't I'm not, the, on Cyberpunk. I can actually play finish Cyberpunk now, which is getting a sequel, amazingly, and getting some DLC, amazingly. Um, because when I actually tried to play the PS4 game from the new patch, it just wouldn't work. So I don't regret my purchase, but initially, uh, what you said was kind of true. Where you're like, oh, I got my uh. I got the PS5. That's the hardest game done. But normally, you know, theoretically for academic purposes, when yeah. you would hack something, you're kind of like, oh, well, that's that's that done now. And then <laughs> you just never look at it again. So it, it for me, I'm enjoying just having the Switch. Obviously, in this hypothetical situation, it's nice just having a Switch where you're like, cool. And just how to play it. And you just yeah. buy games and, you know, and then also you have some investment because you bought the game. So you're like, I need to finish this game because I bought it. Rather than you know hypothetically having all the games and not playing them because you're spoiled for choice, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would recommend the Nintendo Switch Online. Like legitimately, it's it's a it's a cool little thing where you know it gives you some Sega games and the choice in Sega games are actually gas because um some of them are, like they have the biggies, but then they have weird ones too that I really enjoy. Like they have Musha and uh, what's the other one, Zero Wing. And Zero right. Wing's the we- the the meme, you know, all your yeah, bases yeah. are belong to us. That's from Zero Wing. And oh, I really okay. like Zero Wing as a game. So I'm like, oh man, that's such a cool choice. And the Musha is just one of the best. Actually, some of the music we use for this show is from Musha. And it's one of the best like bullet hell games on the Sega Mega Drive. So I'm like, man, this is rad. You know, and they've uh, Journey to Silas on the, the the NES. So I mean, like, for me having these walk around games where you can just play like someone's curating this list. It's a cool thing to have. And yeah, look, 50 bucks is a, is a bit much, but it's also like you get the cloud saves, you get some cool bonuses. It's what you, you did pay for a game. You might not even finish. Exactly. And that's where I was like, okay, I will, I'll pick this up. I'll give it a year. If I don't like it after a year, I just won't get it again. Yeah. But as you said, that's exactly it. And then you also get all the N64 games. Like I've never played a Zelda game before. So ah, I'm okay. So, well, that would make it worthwhile, sir. So I'm yeah. so I, so I'm playing Majora's Mask now for the first time. And that's a great game. Yeah. It actually is. 
And it's just like, oh man, that's pretty rad, you know. And but to say after after the Nintendo event, Goldeneye is coming to that. So is um Pokemon not po- Pokemon Arena is coming as well. What stadium? Stadium, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Stadium and Goldeneye were the big ones you went to your friend's house to play. Exactly. Primary school, yeah. Exactly. Actually, funny story, true story. So I have an N64. Never okay. played it. I played it once or twice. But because again, I hate the I hate the controller. But I got the expansion pack to actually put my childhood Pokemon Blue games into Pokemon Stadium. Right. And guess what happened? What? They were wiped. Oh no. The plus side is though, I have the box and the I have the box and the instruction manual for Pokemon Blue. So I have a pretty much mint version of Pokemon Blue. Right. So I mean eBay <laughs> will benefit from that because my save's gone. So I'm like, all right, there's no point hanging on to that. But uh, yeah, I had a bad experience at Pokemon Stadium. So I'm hoping when it's on the virtual console, I have a better experience. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I still want to kind of get through the, the Marvel and the Disney stuff. So I'm going to very quickly throw out some Marvel announcements, which I I appreciate you said you didn't care about earlier, but I want to kind of throw them out there. So hit me. The, the one that everyone's excited about is the Thunderbolts. Uh, which for anyone outside of the loop is basically going to be Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. It is a collection of either criminals or just slightly chaotic neutral type characters who will be working on behalf of the government in the absence of the Avengers. In the comics, they were originally formed because of the Civil War and there was like a power vacuum when the Avengers were split up. And it will feature characters like uh, the new Black Widow played by Florence Pugh. It'll feature like Bucky and some more obscure characters like uh, the Taskmaster from Black Widow and Ghost from Ant-Man 2 and all this kind of stuff. So do you have any kind of strong feelings on the Thunderbolts or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I like I like the comics. Uh, half the roster isn't there from the comics, which is mm. weird. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited I mean, to see the 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 slightly I, I, stats Captain America and uh, see, I, I, I really, see, Dino, I, but that's wrong. Well, the Russian not, Captain America back. Not, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not Captain America. He's U.S. agent. That's true. Yes, yes, yes. Use the correct title, sir. Which I must appreciate. I read comics about U.S. agent for actual decades. Yeah, I didn't get the pun. Until they said it out loud in yeah. the Falcon show. It's like, yeah. US agent. Oh, yeah. God. So that's, that's clever and not subtle. And I should have got that. So there's different comic runs you can get. And again, here we go. We have a segment where Dara talks about comics for 20 minutes. Yeah. We've uh, got 20 <laughs> minutes left. Talk quickly. No, I mean, there, there are. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, I dare you. And there are some <laughs> runs where you can get where, like, they did, like, um, there's, there's a trade. I actually picked it up from Big Bang a little while ago. Right. Um, and it has all these alternative characters, right? Where it's like, basically during the 80s, they kind of, in the 70s and 80s, they introduced all these characters, right? And you can actually just basically get all the Thunderbolts the origin stories in this gra- graphic novel. It's hilarious. Okay. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have I have the first appearance of US Agent because I really like him as a character and he's cool. Um, and But I actually have the, I have a facsimile, like this is how much I like him. I have a facsimile of the first issue that he was in. I have his first appearance, which I actually bought, um, like legitimately. I spent way too much money on it. Um, I have a bunch of action figures from him, and I have like some trades from him as well. So I'm actually like any US agent stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. But that trade actually has all their first appearances. Like, it has the first appearance of. Oh, I like those little compilation books. Yeah, they're very cool. They're very very cool. Um, I mean, like, look, I really like Florence Pugh in general. So I'm like, oh, great. I think this will be cool because. The Mar the Avengers are are officially split up. They were announced during the week that the Avengers are disbanded. Well, they've also announced two more Avengers films. So I, they I... have, but officially in the MCU as of now, the Avengers aren't a thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So what will probably happen is the Thunderbolts will take that over, and because they, they're Thunderbolt Ross, so the general that's in the the general that hates the Hulk mm-hmm. and the guy who had the Soviet Accords. That's Ross. That's General Ross. Yes, but that right. actor, uh, William Hurt, has passed dead, away. Unfortunately, so they will yeah. probably recast it. But, but they've got Madame Hydra, the wonderful, played by the wonderful actor from Seinfeld, kind of true. being but, the Nick Fury of that team, you know. But they are named after him. Mm. 
So I think they will use her in his place, but that's where the name comes from. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like Now, I think it'd be very good. I mean, it, it would be interesting to see how they go about it. Um, I think it makes sense. That seems to be the big team up now for the next the, the next big show. Well, they've been kind of building that up on Disney Plus for a while now. I'm actually surprised that the likes of Scarlet Witch or Abomination or Zemo aren't popping in as well, but they, they will still materialize. Scarlet Witch is dead. Long, you know? Scarlet Witch is dead. Nah, in- canonically. Don't buy it. Nah, she's dead canonically. Abomination will be added in after She-Hulk and Zemo will be added in um, at some point, probably yeah, after they're probably it's only concept arts to be. I, I would be amazed if they didn't appear in some shape or form. Yeah. You know, or or what could happen is Zemo's in the in the show or the movie or whatever it is, and he's the main bad guy. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That. like they will do that eventually. Yeah, but for me, I'm more kind of I'm interested to see how this thing plays out, how people respond to it, because it is going to go hand in hand with um the Secret War. Or yes, like, which actually I'm glad you brought that up. Or Secret, Secret Invasion, Secret Invasion was one of the thing. other ones that was announced. There was a trailer. It's uh, now this is a comic I'm less familiar with, but I know that the gist is that Nick Fury spy thriller, basically sort of on the one hand, kind of hunting for scrolls who've infiltrated kind of Earth and all that kind of stuff, and also kind of helping them integrate into Earth safely. So. Yeah, very spy thriller type stuff, you know. So there are some things here as well to talk about. The secret evasion is the scroll thing. Mm. There's also going to be battle world eventually, and that's that's the secret war that's also coming. Yeah, these whole things by introducing alternative versions of the characters, the the evil versions per se, it also allows these teams to do it, and it's all building up to eventually to Doctor Doom being the next big bad after Kang, after after Kang, because Kang and uh, the multiverse thing. This stuff all has to kind of happen to have these people on the chessboard, quite literally, because there is a chessboard in Secret War. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's probably what this stuff is. I'm looking wow. for I'm looking forward to it. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, it's amazing, but I'm also like, that's cool. You know, that's a pretty good cast. I mean, you've got the likes of Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, Ben Mendelssohn, all in like it's like a TV show. Like, you know, know, you only get like a big prestige drama gathering these people together. That's before you get to the fact that Samuel Jackson is a big personality, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just kind of like, we'll see. Like, I mean, look, if I'm getting burned out by Marvel, and this is me, I can imagine a lot of other people probably are. And for me, like Marvel now, I I kind of feel like comic. For example, today I went in for Bin Planet. Picked up some comics that I wanted. By the way, the new uh, Edge of the Spider Verse is pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. introduced, introduced who's quickly becoming my new like favorite uh, female Spider Man character. She's like Spider Shadow, I think. She's like oh, Black yeah. Cat and Spider Man. She oh, looks nice. so cool, and I'm like, I can't believe nobody's thought about that before. Um, so I'm like, all right, I I just I thought it's pretty cool. So like, I mean, I'm treating Marvel now the way I treat the comics. I pick up what I want to. I leave what I don't. I express interest when I see it on Disney Bus. Yeah, so, that's fair. That's and like, you know, it's I, I think that's a good point to bring up because by design, the Marvel Universe has been very kind of rudderless. Very, mm. It hasn't had a very specific direction since yes. Endgame. And that, and that yes, was yes, a yes. good move on their part because obviously if you tried to do something straight away, it'd be like, this isn't good as Infinity War, whatever. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how people are going to react to it after, what have we had? A year, two years of sort of a sort of phase one again, where it's lots of things being thrown at a wall are now going to be sort of all brought into one direction. Do you know what I mean? Well, see, I don't think they've been thrown at the wall. I think they've been just putting, they've just been putting things on the board. Oh yeah, but I just I, mean in terms of how it looks to an audience. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, see, I was actually, someone was Someone was, I was talking to someone about, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness and they were saying, oh, I wish I had been this, 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 this. And I'm like, I get that. But I mean, I know what's going on. You know what's going on. Random person who only goes to see the movies has no idea what's going on. And I think it makes a lot more sense to put these pieces on the table. Yeah, if you use it in some way that it works, that's fine. But if it doesn't work, you know it doesn't work. You know, and then it also means you can you can whip them back around into this larger story, which is what they are doing. Like, I mean, Black Panther, not Black Panther, Black Widow wasn't the best show, best movie in the world, but it had these characters which we're going to see again 
in the Thunderbolts. It's going to exactly, bring them back yeah. in. Like, That's what's going like, to more uh, Black Widow. Uh, like Yelena, the Florence Pugh character, I think was she's great. like one of the star characters in Hawkeye. Yeah, great, yeah. But she's like you say, she's only on the board because of Black Widow. Like yeah. you know, same goes for the wonderful like David Harbor, like kind of Russian Captain America type. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like these, these have to be introduced in some way, and on you can't really be like, you know, do a post credit sequence and introduce. So like, oh, actually, no. Hold on, we'll go back. Even when you introduced Captain America, you kind of knew who Captain America was, but you still had to give him a movie. Yeah. But they're yeah, a lot yeah. easier sell than, you know, another Black Widow. Yes. Or, you know, um, who else is that? Or like um, Abomination coming back or something. Like that. Hmm. You have to have these room to breed because if you don't, people are like, what's that? You know, you have exactly, to kind of really yeah. set this out. And, the more and more obscure we get with these kind of characters, it's um, it's going to be interesting. To Actually, speaking of, of the MCU, so apparently in Thor, Love and Thunder, there was a, a Plan Jesus cameo. Now, <laughs> I they, believe it. No, if they did that, right? One, Jesus is canonically in the, in the comics, right? Yeah. So is God, though. And God's called the one above all, right? Yeah, and didn't he appear as Jack Kirby? Well, Jack Kirby wrote him, so yeah. No, but I mean, at one point, the Fantastic Four go to heaven, and they meet yeah, God, yeah, yeah. And it's Jack exactly, Kirby. yeah. But Jack Kirby came up with the whole thing. I think it was right. in Doctor Strange 13. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I mean, if he had done that, it would have canonically made the one above all canon. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, you missed the opportunity to do it. Like one, people would freak out and be like, what's going on? But also it's just kind of like, but Jesus already is canonically in the MCU because Captain Marvel talks not Captain America, Captain America talks about him. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, okay, I, I, I get it, you know. Um, but yeah, that was a bit of weird news I heard today. And it's just kind of like, right, when we're bringing gods into the MCU, where are they gonna stop? It would uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I bet we're gonna hear of like some really weird things about Thor, Love and Thunder that didn't make the cut. But actually, yeah, but... I'm glad you brought up the like the Hulk and the Abomination and all that because mm. amidst the sort of the smaller announcements, they gave an update that the villain of the new Captain America movie, you know, the one where the Falcon is the new Captain America, oh, yes, would the be the leader who we haven't seen since the Hulk movie. The leader. Yeah, basically, he only had like a tiny little cameo back in the Edward Norton Hulk film. He like turned abomination into abomination, and ah, then when the yes, thing blew up, yes, his yes, head yes, started yes. growing. And they've gotten yes, that yes, actor yes. back to be the leader. Oh, so they're really cool. digging into the early stuff now, you know. Very cool. I mean, look, you kind of have to. It's like, you know, this all stuff kind of has to roll in together because, like, I mean, I I really have no interest in the in the new in the new Captain America movie. I mean, Sam Wilson is cool character and all. Greatest Falcon. That They need to change that costume though. Holy hell. Oh, um, I'm sure they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks so bad. I mean, but, it is the trade-off of like Disney Plus being the launching point for films, which is that I know, you have a big entrance on a budget and then you get a big budget, you know? I know, but it's real bad. Like, it just, it does nothing for him. And mm. I, but there's no like momentum going. I think that show did a lot of damage too ironically, Captain America. Sam I, I Captain wouldn't America. agree with that. I thought I I quite liked the his little speech, the Ed Bruckheimer kind of feel to no, it. No, his little speech was terrible. Oh, that was cringy. Yeah, that was but the, like, it did the much... show itself. I quite liked. Yeah, the show wasn't bad. It, look, it's like um, I was talking to Keith yesterday after the gig, and he's like, "Oh, the you know, he has the same take on WandaVision, where WandaVision is the best show ever until the last episode, which is true." WandaVision is a triumph until the last episode of the wheels completely fall off and it goes on fire. Um, yeah, that that does a weird disservice to Marvel because it experiments with all these really cool styles. And then when it just goes back to being a Marvel thing, everyone hates it, you know? Rightly so. I mean, it, it's, it just throws away everything it did. And I think, I like, I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I liked most of it. I liked where it went, but they didn't commit to it. They just went right back around and then he gives this cringy speech where you're like... Stop. Yeah, I mean, you I know, know you kind of had to solidify the point, but having the the black Captain America, like Isaiah Bradley, get a statue at the end would have been enough. You don't need that to would... oversell it, you know. No, it's more that you got to do better, Senator. You're like, what are you doing? Captain America hit people, hit them. It's... You know, it's just like, what are you doing? 
it's just so it's just so silly you know yeah I mean, it's it's a typical thing in american television writing which is like game of thrones suffers from it as well where yeah, it does, yeah. you start writing and you've decided your end point which fair enough obviously but then it starts going in these really interesting directions but then it has to bend the logic to reach the end point that made sense in episode one so yeah. like yeah, it's kind of like true. Very, pulling very all these really interesting ideas out and then kind of cramming them back in you know i think i think the only show well the, loki is its own thing and that's unfair because mm. loki's just the best season of doctor who <laughs> um but i mean like uh, Ka- uh not Ka- moon knight yeah moon knight is the most interesting one because moon knight shouldn't have worked and some people say it didn't work and I'm I like, no, it. I liked it too. I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm glad you brought that up because there is a, a one-off special called Werewolf by Night unreal. coming to Disney Plus in the start of October. And that is the comic where Moon Knight had his origin story. That's true. So That's you true, could yeah. get, people are freaking out because there's no Moon Knight series two announcements. You probably will get a little cameo or something in that. But, it wouldn't surprise me if either there was a cameo or they'll do some kind of crossover further down the line, you know. Yeah, now Moon Knight is, but Moon Knight kind of had that balance, and that's what I would have liked to see in the earlier shows. But then again, those shows were switched up, and it was very early on, so I don't like to beat up those yeah. early shows too much because they were kind of like the first out the gate, you know. Mm. But Moon Knight, I think, is how you do it. The costume look, and look again. Go back to your point. The costume looked unreal. Mm. The CGI looked really good. So it's just like. When there's focus, there's not there, a lot of the Marvel shows that didn't have any focus. Moon Knight, for what it was, had a very, very tight focus. Yeah. Even though it didn't have the British Museum, which it should have had. Yeah, because like I went over, I reviewed the first two Marvel-y things, the Alfred Geek Ireland episode by episode, um, mm. the the WandaVision and the Falcon. And then I had a look at um, the, the editor Olivia's um, ones for Loki and all that. And on those first two particularly, you do get the sense that like the show ends in episode five and then they have to do the standard like we'll have a fight now. And Loki dodges that trick a bit. Yeah, it uh, does. And so and Hawkeye does as well by actually keeping everything restrained until the last episode. So you're kind of geared up for it, you know. Mm. But Moon Knight was lovely because every episode felt like it had its own specific tone. Like, which meant that even if the big fight wasn't satisfying, it was sort of a different beast. To... Yeah, it, it, it was like, it, it's what you kind of like with these TV shows and comics. It's supposed to offer something different, not just like, OK, let's put it this way. Uh, WandaVision, for all its faults, was a movie cup in six. Right. But still had an interesting premise to carry it through. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was literally a movie cut in the six. And yeah. that's why it was just like I think a lot oh. of these Disney Plus things could be helped by just being four episodes. Yeah, yeah. And it, unless it's doing something to really kind of delve into it, Loki did it because obviously it's Doctor Who. Same with Loki, different weird little flavor exactly. to every episode. It has to be a different flavor to it. Moon Knight did it because it was great, but the you know, and I have I won't watch She Hulk and I won't watch um, Oh, it's really good though. No, it's, it's not. will be an episode behind by the time this airs, but episode oh, no. four with Wong and the magician, no, no. like suing a magician over no. using spells is a really clever conceit. No, I, I'm watching uh, it's a Gundam review and it just looks like the worst thing I've ever seen. So No, like, sorry, She Hulk's good. I'm gonna fight you on this all the no, way. No, that's fair. And look, if you if people like She Hulk, cool, more power to you. I, I'm not putting myself through that again. And I, I didn't watch Captain Marvel because or Miss Marvel because I don't care. I'm like, whatever. Um, yeah, everyone seems to have forgotten about that one. Again, I like that, but could be shorter, you know, which is weird because I'm rewatching Jessica Jones and those are oh, 13 Jessica episodes Jones and that's is, fine. Jessica Jones So I don't unreal. know why they're struggling to get to six when because of padding, they were hitting 13 episodes on the Netflix ones, you know? Because one is good and one isn't. Well, it's, it can't be that simple, though. <laughs> like, I mean, think about, like, okay, Actually, look, I'll put a finer point. I know we don't have much time left, right? Mm-hmm. But I said this when it was coming out, right? Again, it helps when you read the comics, right? And I don't know what they were trying to do, but they picked one of the worst runs of comics that flopped. And the numbers reflect this. Again, if people want to check this. The numbers for Miss Marvel that they're running were not good. I have a first edition signed signed by the writer, right? So I, I've met the writer of Miss Marvel. And it's a terrible run. It is god awful, right? Didn't sell well. People didn't like it when it came out. 
and they just did the same thing on the TV show. So there's nothing really appealing with Jessica Jones, and also the cast was not good. Jessica Jones had a lot going for it. One, it's darker team that kind of ties into Daredevil, or actually 100 does tie into Daredevil. Yeah. It's going somewhere, going into the Defenders, which was bad. But it also has you know, David Tennant, which carries the show in lots of ways. Yeah, so, the big star power, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know... Which it also Moon Knight had it in spades, you know? Exactly. The thing about these shows is like, pumping them out like they're going to be hit and miss and that's why I say you know I said this last week people need to start treating these shows like comics pick up the ones that you like read one or two read watch one or two shows like their issues and if you like them cool if not whatever but by Marvel like I don't think Marvel are doing this anymore where they're forcing you to watch everything because you know they know people aren't going to watch everything like you know Miss Marvel I would probably never watch that show She-Hulk I'll probably never watch it um but I don't have to, you know, it's like I haven't read all the comics in the world, but I've read a lot and I read the ones I like. So, I mean, I think they're the, I think that's the way to see it. That's the way to do it. And if if you like it, that's cool. But by Marvel pivoting back to a kind of holistic view where we're like, right, we have all these other we have all these things that are happening to set up this chessboard. And then we're going to loop them all around into these big event movies. Yeah. That's the way to do it, because that way you bring it because the comics do that as well. You know, comics have these big runs or these big events where they tie it. Okay, for example, real quick, my favorite comic series of all time is Crisis on Infinite Earths, right? Mm. Crisis, the first DC multiversal war kind of thing. You can buy, there was loads of comics, tie-ins, blah, 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 right? I have all of them because I love them, right? But you didn't have to read the first issue, like not the first appearance of the Monitor, who's, it's his arm in a random issue of GI tank. You can... Yeah. And you'd be like, that's a cool appearance, mm. but it, it it impacts nothing in on anything, right? That's the way Marvel's doing their storytelling now, where you can watch all the shows, be caught up to date, know what's going on, and there will be hints throughout. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But when you're actually watching the movie, when you're watching the Thunderbolts, or when you're watching if, um, Secret War or whatever, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, it was a good movie. And that's what you need to do. And I think that's the magic of Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, I think, and actually, that's a very wholesome kind of place to wrap it up because we are just out of time. Brilliant. So, uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes, um, we need to get these uh, these um, Seven Wonders of the Ancient World Lego sorted. So, <laughs> just make it. Submit I am going to make it. I am. I'm going to make it. I'm going to see how it's done, and then we're going to plug it. And uh, again, guys, if you if this is your first time checking our show, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Go over to Nerdtown Media right now. Check out all the shows we have. Uh, our social media is there as well and you know Keen does a great job keeping it up, keeping it up to date as well so you can reach us there or you can reach us on uh, on Gmail as well but again the social media I don't really touch that is Keen 100% so Keen thank you for the work you do on that oh, no worries and uh, yeah we'll be back uh, next week to talk about more nonsense and yes we'll find something else <laughs> to be upset about don't you worry <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I have the because last week on the show it was like, uh, Gene was like, Oh, will, will the description be too unfair on Dara? And it's like, Dara disagrees with everything. <laughs> I could just read the description of all the shows. <laughs> oh, in my head, your grandpa Simpson at the typewriter. <laughs> there are too many of this nowadays. Please eliminate three. <laughs> there are too many words. <laughs> Please eliminate four. There are not enough mo- wonders of the world. Please add four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: someone has to has to be the counterpoint, and it just has to be me. So you know. yeah, well, fair enough, and you do it well, I'm and sorry. we will be keep you updated on this urgent Lego crisis as it develops. You can, yes. and until next week, we'll just say bye-bye. bye bye, bye. So you're listening to the podcast, you're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland, how do I get in touch? Well, TuneIn has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to TuneIn and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nerdthnowmedia.com or phoenix92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Media everywhere. Media on Twitter. Media Instagram. Media on Twitch. Media at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon. Check out the Wrestling Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Hey, Dad.
Sarah, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like with the freaking leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over there with the God players. At least then you could like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with that. You give me a Brooklyn way. Yeah, with that. I love it. All I do is just believe in the heart of the cards. And then I can... Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.